0: Relax. You're quite safe here. (laughs) (laughs) Good evening, and welcome to Rock Strikes 10!
1: Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at rockstrikes10.cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. All right. It's been a couple of weeks, and I honestly just wanted to give you guys some time to digest that huge, massive, epic eight-parter of the 80 from 80. I hope everybody enjoyed that. So yeah, Chris landed safely in Japan and he's already on to his many adventures that he will have out there. He's always posting photos and already telling stories out there on the social media. So I hope you're following him and and uh, yeah, so there you go, a little postscript there to the 80 from 80. But tonight it's about brand new music, haven't done a new music show in a while, been buying a lot of new records and let's get this new music thing going once again. Got a nice list here for you. Gonna talk about a couple that didn't even make the cut. And uh, we got some really high scores and some thumbs in the middle scores. But guaranteed to have great music for the entire episode here. Strap yourselves in and turn it up as loud as you can. First song here is by a band who has definitely put out one of the best albums of the entire year. And uh, I think they might have known this in advance because the name of the album is called Win Hands Down, and it just damn well might win Album of the Year for a lot of people, possibly including me. I don't see this leaving the top five for damn sure, but the new album by Armored Saint, Win Hands Down, is amazing. One of the best metal albums I've heard all year, if not in years. Uh, that's kind of a cliche statement, but definitely for the year. Man, I gotta tell you for those of you who have fallen off, uh, maybe you never bought an armored Saint record in your entire life. Maybe you missed John Bush and anthrax, but I gotta say man, this is such a good record. I it's it's a very interesting album too like you know for a heritage metal act such as Armored Saint who have been doing this thing for over 30 years. Definitely over 30 years. And they come up with this album that is... I think it's the best album they've ever done. What do you think of that? I think it's better than March of the Saint. Send me all the hate mail. This is the best album they've ever done. Uh, you know, *Simple as Salvation is really, really good. But I still... I, I think I like this album better. I don't know. Maybe it's just the times. But uh, such interesting choices and arrangements that they've never done before. At least... Uh, you know, uh, and listening to all their records, I've never heard such excellent arrangements if I may be so music snobby about it. Uh, just fun to listen to. Another interesting uh, note about this album, in my opinion, uh, some of the least metal lyrics you'll ever hear. <laughs> and I, I mean that in the best possible way, honestly, because at, at, you know at, at first pass, I was like, these lyrics are really weird. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of... It's just talking about life, really. A lot of times it's just very normal life stuff that they're singing about here, which is kind of not metal as, uh, you know, a a textbook definition of heavy metal. Uh, But I I dig the fact that they kind of went with this kind of stuff. Like, this is where they're at in their lives, and it, it sounds like it on the record. So... I think it's one of the most least fake metal albums ever, that being said. You know, there, there is always a place for fiction and imagery and wizardry and all that fun stuff in heavy metal. But, you know, in some of these cases, when, a, a, when an album like this comes out by Armored Saint, and they're just talking about regular-ass stuff, especially, like I said, for a, a more veteran act, uh, it's a nice breath of fresh air, I gotta say. So, And the arrangements, like I said, they're, they're ridiculous. It's good, good stuff. So, just when you think you've got the song pegged and you know where the riff's going or you know where the solo's going, they just switch it up on you. This is probably one of the more straightforward songs on the album. They get into some crazy stuff throughout the whole record. And once again, like we did on the last New Music episode, borrowing, and I say borrowing or commandeering, From the legendary Rock and Roll Geek show, of Michael Butler. His Rock and Roll Geek scoring system card. This one scored very high under that rating system. I got this album in a 93.5 out of 100 points. Very good. So why waste any more of your time? Check this out. This is... I could have picked any track, uh, but I'm going with this one right now. So kicking off the new music episode here of Rock Strikes 10 this week. This is Armored Saint with an exercise in debauchery. off the show here quite nicely and very heavy and so awesome. That was the great Armored Saint with an exercise in debauchery off of their brand new record called "Win Hands Down. You must pick up that record. This is an absolute thumbs up, must have recommendation for your catalog here on Rock Strikes 10. I will tell you like it is and how I feel every time. Alright, next song here. Gonna play us some new stuff by Muse. Now, on the last album that Muse put out, when we last left you here, Muse I, I think took a major misstep with the second law. It was an experiment and it just didn't really just didn't really have it. And when I put this new record on, this new record here is called Drones. And wasn't sure what to expect, but I just went ahead and bought it because I'm definitely always going to give them a chance. I mean, you can't front on Absolution and Origin of Symmetry. Those are great records. Uh, they may even become classics in the future. Uh, so, and the ones after that, they were really good at times, but like not top to bottom, just phenomenal. But, uh, picking up drones here, man, the first two songs, I was getting really nervous. I'm like, oh, this is uh second law stuff or the songs just weren't there. I mean, Yay, that all being said, they're always gonna play great. They're just really good musicians and their arrangements are always top notch. Uh but sometimes that the song or lyrics aren't going much of anywhere and it kind of takes me out of it a little bit or if, if they can play so good that I ignore the lyrics, that's also something, but those first two songs didn't really hit me. But once you get to the third song on this album, it really turns into a great record. So like it a couple of so- the first couple of songs halves and then it's like point 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 full point throughout the whole rest of the album except for the very last track which is a really bad filler track that I gave a zero because it should they should have just tacked it in at the very end of the last song because there's no need for that whole acapella thing for like 2 3 minutes or whatever it is it's boring but man th- so the bread's not good but the meat is... Is very prime here on this new Muse album called Drones. So I recommend this one very much as well. Not as highly as Armored Saint, but it did very well. got 80 out of 100 points. And uh, if it hadn't kicked off so ho-hum, then it would have been a lot higher of a score. But all the other songs on this record, besides the first two songs and that last song, they're great. So here's an example of that for sure. Uh, this is about halfway through the album, Really good one here, and I think I think you're actually going to be impressed by this. This may actually get you to go listen to it, even if even if you've never picked up anything by them or, or didn't want to give them a chance because maybe they're too mainstream. But check this out. This is Reapers by Muse. Turn it up. butts off there that was muse with reapers from their new album drones go check it out i do recommend it 80 out of 100 is very good especially with me all right moving on to the next one here and the fourth album by the darkness has arrived very cool i really really like this album a lot i'm so glad that they decided to get back together a few years ago they put out a really good comeback album called hot cakes I definitely recommend that record. And I do like this new one quite a bit. I don't know if I like it as much or better than Hot Cakes. So I'll have to wait a few months. You know, you never know. While it's still new and fresh, you just don't know. It, it takes a while. It's got to go into retrospect. So, But my first few listens of this, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Wasn't bored by it at all. And, you know, it, it's, once again, another cliche, but you, you almost kind of know what to expect with the darkness at this point. And that's not ever necessarily a bad thing and it's good enough for 90 out of 100 points using the rock and roll geek scoring system so yeah 90 out of 100 very good score and uh, always a fun problem here when picking the songs for the show could have gone with almost anything but i'm feeling this one right now towards the end of the album a really cool epic uh ballad actually it's kind of a ballad it's kind of a rocker but it's it's a good anthem let's just agree on that so here you go this is the darkness with conquerors From their latest album, Last of Our Kind, that was The Darkness with Conquerors. Hope you enjoyed that out there. Yeah, and two self-fulfilling prophecies here by The Darkness lately in their career, I gotta say. Now, when The Darkness came out, you know, the the press and the hipsters, they embraced them because they thought they were doing a bit. And one of the, you know, boring, hacky, rock journalist things that you'd always read about is, hey, it's Spinal Tap. Or, hey, it's, it's like Queen because of the unitard. And they've kind of gone and done two very similar references to both of those things. They've been going through drummers like Spinal Tap. There was a woman named Emily that played on this record, Last of Our Kind. But she'd already left the band before it was time to go on tour for this album. So what do they do? They go ahead and get Roger Taylor's son. Yes, the Roger Taylor from Queen. His son is also a drummer. His name is Rufus Tiger Taylor, and he is now the current drummer for The Darkness. So there you go. The Darkness with two self-fulfilling prophecies. I thought that was very interesting and had to share that with you, of course, for those of you who didn't know that. All right, European rock bands. Yeah, let's stick with that. The next one's by a band, also a The Band, and they also come from the United Kingdom. A band that I saw a few years ago, actually, on the Black Ice tour with ACDC. I'm sure a nice handful of you saw that and saw them. A band called The Answer. And they just recently put out their fifth record called Raise a Little Hell. And I've actually, this is the first Answer album that I've owned. I've heard their stuff before in the past, but honestly, I can't tell you that I've heard every one of their albums. But, you know, at first glance, I was like, you know, it definitely makes sense that this band would tour with an acdc they definitely are influenced by them and definitely influenced by bands like guns N' roses and even on this album i even heard some rage against the machine influence as far as some of the riffs go so it's an interesting hodgepodge of influences but being associated with albert productions of course you know the AC/DC production team or the the classic one at least uh definitely uh Leans a comparison to ACDC for sure. Now, there's not a whole lot on this latest album that c- you can really say ACDC, and maybe that was their whole point. You know, maybe it's one of those things where, uh, from what I remember about them, they're pretty straightforward. This one seems like they might be experimenting a bit more, uh but honestly, you know, I-, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing for a band like this, especially if you don't come out of the gate like it. It's really hard to get out of that bubble with uh the perception of you your fan base it's just always tough and i'm not saying you shouldn't do it because you, you you should definitely always follow your heart especially as an artist but I, you know and like i said maybe i'm just not used to the band this is the first one i've owned like i said the first one i've owned it, it's it's a thumbs in the middle album for me and let's just say and once again. I hate to use a cliche, but the good stuff on here is really good. And the bad stuff, I think is pretty terrible. So it's either a point or it's a zero on this album. And I, I, it was straight half there. There are like four songs on this record that are really, really good. And then the rest of it, eh, it's, I think it's pretty bad and, and pretty cliche written. Honestly, I'm not trying to be so negative, but that's just how I feel. That's why I gave it a score of 50 out of a hundred points. Uh, But like I said, the good stuff on here is really good. I'll just, you know, if you want to know which ones I like the most, feel free to send me a message and I'll tell you for sure. This is definitely one of them. This is the song where it it definitely woke me up. I was not feeling the album at all that much and and there was a few bad songs before it. But this one definitely woke me up. So I really wanted to play this one on the show for you guys. So here you go. This is The Answer with Cigarettes and Regret.
0: It's a little
2: too calm after the storm A little too cold to feel this warm There's no one left here to celebrate, no
0: Another heart gone dead, cause the three words said I coulda, should a woulda, but I was seeing red And I can't take that back, cigarettes and regrets. The devil's spoke, yeah. But the world
2: Nights in this empty bed, got the green-eyed ghost and everything I see, yeah.
0: Oh, I-
1: There you go. That was the answer with Cigarettes and Regret off of their album, Raise a Little Hell. And <laughs> the parts I don't like on the album are as about as imaginative as that album title. It's such a cliche album title. But like hearing a song like that, Cigarettes and Regret, and almost uh, kind of John Karabi-ish there on the vocals. So that's another thing I really dug about this song. Like I said, four really standout songs. Uh, if only it could be an EP, it would be the EP of the year, but, uh, yeah. So not, not trying to beat them up or anything, 50 out of a hundred and Hey, I think I might have found a new rule for doing, uh, any albums represented on the new music show. I, it feels like if the, the album doesn't score more than 50 points, then I don't even put it on the show. So let's, uh, take some time and I'll just mention briefly the two albums that have come out this year that i'm not putting on the show if for no other reason just uh for show filler but uh yeah one one that i feel bad about and the other one i don't feel bad about the one i do feel bad about is uh, ringo star listen to it and i really wanted to like it because i like ringo ringo's a very likable person he's a he's a damn icon he was a damn beetle and, uh, you know, he's got like Joe Walsh playing on this album and Greg Bissonette of the Eat em and Smile Band by David Lee Roth. And like I said, really wanted to like it, but there was just nothing on there for me. And it's, it's sad. And the other thing I really, really have to pick on Ringo about is the fact that whether he or the producer, I would think Ringo Starr would have final say in anything, right? You would think that, right? Uh, not that he was ever the best singer ever. And you know, hey, we love Ringo in this house, but the need to use auto-tune on your voice—shame on you, shame on you, sir! Can't believe it. Have someone else sing it if, if you're if you're gonna have to do that. That's just, ugh, I it, you know, ugh. Okay, all right, we're moving on here. Speaking of shameful, Scott Wyland didn't play him on here. That's about it, right? Did you see that performance of him on stage where he was just so fucked up that he, he he was just singing in one note the whole time? Take a song like Vaseline, which I love. You can't, in my opinion, you cannot front on those those initial STP albums, or at least I, I love the Purple album through shangri la da but the Purple album, Tiny Music especially, great records, and uh, a guy that you, I, I used to consider to be a great front man, honestly, and you see him do that, and it's like, dude, God, you need someone that loves you in your life. Uh, just being that out of it, uh, it's just it's a, it's tragic. Ah, uh, all right, so yeah, no Scott Wild on the show. That record is pretty bad. Plus, do we really need like the ten thousandth cover version of Twentieth Century Boy by T Rex? I think I have a version of it on something but anyway all right let's move on here uh an album that uh, it's better than the answer album and uh but i i kind of feel like and god i'm going to feel bad saying this too a band that i i, I really want to like more than i do uh, but the albums they're not like just home runs with me there's it's uh, it's better than half for sure this scored 60 out of 100 points but the new album by Black Star Writers it's called The Killer Instinct. At least it's a it's a better album title than The Answer. i was just going to do a comparison to this album and The Answer album. I'm not going to compare it to Thin Lizzy. I'm really trying not to. And that's definitely the whole point of why they change her name. So I respect them for changing their name before they put out original material because I don't even, honestly, I don't think I'd even bother with their albums if they had called it Thin Lizzy on principle. And I do feel like, that is a good principle to have, uh, with your, with your taste. So, uh, it's, it, it's a super talented band. I mean, you got Ricky Warwick, Scott Gorham, Damon Johnson, Robbie Crane, and Jimmy DeGrasso. That's a great lineup, uh, in, on any planet. Uh, but, uh, the albums, like the Answer album, in a sense, the good stuff is really good. There are some halves on, on this album that, you know, it's like, it's good, but it's just not there for me. But there's a, there's a few clunkers on the album that just, uh, are once again, cliche ridden and just like, uh, yeah, but uh, I, I appreciate the existence of black star writers. At least I'd go see them live and, uh, th- that's a, that's a good endorsement right there. So I know some of my fellow, even some of my fellow rock and roll podcasters and, and rock friends will probably trash me for saying this, but, uh, the black star writers, they're really good. They're, they're good. You know, you have to. The inflection of the voice goes a little high, and uh, I like them well enough. But uh, you know, they—it's just not a great record. It's good. It's just not great. Uh, But this is a great song. Uh, The best song on the album, in my opinion, is fittingly a song called "Finest Hour." So check this one out, Black Star Riders. Star writers with finest hour from their latest album there, the killer instinct. Uh, I, I would have to say, uh, maybe download the really good songs on there, but, uh, it's, it's, it's a good album. Like I said, just not great, but when it's good, it's really good. And I do mean that. All right. Now it's time for something that I do occasionally on rock strikes 10, kind of in the middle of the show. We're in the middle-ish part of the show. Where I do a couple of oddballs, which I do like to do because I like to keep myself and you guys out there on your toes. And uh, let's start with this one here because uh, this is, I gotta say, the surprise album of the year. Now, like mainstream critics, I know that they really like this album. And uh, this is one of those guys, and be, being from the South, as I am, Fort Worth, Texas, currently. Uh, It's uh, And as a lifelong rock fan, I've always rebelled against the country music. But, you know, there are, just like R&B, which also is in a really bad place uh, when you look at it from a modern stance, and for the most part the same thing with country music, but there's always going to be some people out there that really get it and are timeless because of it. And I do believe that this guy does have the soul of rock and roll in him. And I hear a lot of classic rock and roll influences on this album. So, jo- Joey, what are you trying to butter us up for? Are you Are going to play a country song? I am, but this guy is rock. And if you don't believe me, you should go see him live. And uh, this guy, he's, a, he's a, like I said, you could tell he's a big, big rock fan. I hear a lot of cheap trick in his more rock and roll stuff. And on this album, hearing a little bit of a Beach Boys... Mixed with like some Chris Isaac stuff. But hey, let's just get to the point. Who the hell am I talking about? I'm talking about Dwight Yoakam. I'm kind of tiptoeing around the issue here. And I like Dwight. He's one of those guys. I think there's a lot of rock fans out there that either have some Dwight records or dig them enough to where they would give this a chance. And this is the first full album I've heard of his that I would recommend heavily to people and already have. And I've already gotten thank yous because of it. So this record is definitely worth your time. And I can defend this album as more of a rock and roll album than the most things that came out this year. And the most things that have come out in the last few years. It's inspired. At least, uh, you know, uh, gave me chills in certain spots on the record. It's just a really fun listen. And so I really, really got to recommend Dwight Yoakam's new album called Secondhand Heart. So uh, try to give it a chance here. I'm just going to play the kickoff song from the record because that's a good place to start. And I'll tell you a little bit more about it when we get back. So before you just completely turn off the show, I want you to give this one a shot. This is New Dwight Yoakam. It's called In Another World. White Yoakum, there called In Another World. Yes, you are currently in Another World here on Rock Strikes 10. And like I said, I recommend the album. Joey, what score did you give it? I gave it an 85 out of 100. That's a really good score. That is above average and uh, good enough for a recommendation that you should go check out. Also, a really cool cover version of Man of Constant Sorrow, which you definitely will know. From the movie Oh Brother Where Art Thou. That's where it was popularized. And he does a cool classic rockabilly version of it. So another reason to go check this record out. There's just such good stuff. There's some like classic honky tonk sounding stuff on here. But mostly it's just a good country rock album. And Dwight has pretty much always done that his entire career anyway. And so I think you should give him a shot because of it. On principle. There you go. All right, we're going to do another oddball here on the show, but uh, completely different from Dwight. I'm going to play something for more of the uh, true alternative scene. And if there was ever a true alternative band that ever existed, you know, just south of Devo, it would be a band like They Might Be Giants. Now, I actually, I'm a decent enough fan of They Might Be Giants. I think they have some really good songs, and, you know, they've just always been around as I've been around, so I've always... Enjoyed their albums. They have a new album out. It's called Glean, and it's actually songs that they released in spurts over uh, the first four months of their Dial-a-Song project. Which, if you don't know, they do this. They basically just put out and and or record a song a week, and that's what they call their Dial-a-Song project. It started off with. Having a number that you could call as a fan and actually listen to their songs, which I think is pretty that's a pretty uh forward thinking stuff there at the time so they 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 started they they brought it back in the 2000s because they they didn't do it for the longest time you know with the answer machine stuff but you know they thought hey let's just start putting it on the internet makes sense of course it does it would still be dial a song in the early internet days right because you have to dial up all right anyway. But let's just get back to the point. Their new album is called Glean, and it's it's vintage. They might be giants. If you know what to expect from them, you won't be disappointed. If you're if you're a casual fan, it's better than some of their other albums. It's like you know, maybe not in the top three, maybe not in the bottom three, just right there uh, in a comfortable spot in the middle or close to the top three. But uh, I I dug the record on the first couple of passes. And I'm going to play you my favorite song off of it. So if you don't like this song, you're not going to like it. That's just all there is to it. What can I say? But I like the band. So here it is. They Might Be Giants. And the name of the song is called Unpronounceable. Time
0: stopped
2: when you said hello.
1: That I referred to uh, mostly uh, when I refer back to my record store days as the whitest band on the planet. Not an insult, but if if you're looking for any kind of R and B influence, you're not really going to find it, are you? Uh, so there you go. That was they might be giants with unpronounceable, really like you know, especially in the college radio era, like '80s, '90s stuff like that. The the kings of dork rock for sure. So like I said, none of none of these. Labels that I'm giving it, I I don't mean as offensive in any way, because I kind of fit that mold a lot at times, for sure. All right, let's get back into the Rock Strikes 10 stuff that you come to expect, back into the swing of things here, and you knew I was going to play it, they've only topped, uh, or, or come close to the top of the album list every year they put a record out, and they're getting good every other year we get a release from them and that that's good that's good news as much as this band tours the fact that they're still getting a record out every other year i definitely appreciate uh in in modern metal uh, a band that stands out and i've always said that this is ghost and this is seriously at least i think that's what it's called we ghost uh, you know that they're they're a decent buzz band they get decent press and they they play in decent places and for a, a new metal band with any kind of quality especially in my opinion that's almost a miracle uh, but I, I'm always concerned that they're going to get away from the pop sensibility that I love them for but thankfully it seems like they're going more in that direction and I appreciate that there's definitely still a lot of metal on the album there's good riffs and of course the atmosphere is second to none as far as what you want and classic evil sounding metal uh but they they still are they still have that great pop sensibility that i really really enjoy i say it all the time and i'll say it a million more times i appreciate them for it and i i appreciate any hard rock or metal band that has the balls to be a little poppy actually i feel like it's having balls i mean I, I, I just don't see a lot of sincerity, and I, maybe there is, but I just don't, maybe it's because I don't dig it, I don't see a lot of sincerity in all those Cookie Monster bands, but whatever. And I think the, I think the song's called Seriously, I, you never know sometimes, but if you've seen the video for that, of course, they make some of the best videos, you just just go through all their videos if you haven't seen them, and, and stuff like that, I'm going to see them this coming week. And very excited about that. Returning to the House of Blues. Second time I've seen them at the House of Blues. Going with Nola this time. This is going to be her first ghost show. So uh, she seems to like them well enough. So that's cool. And that's, a, that, that's something else that uh, you guys, should, especially uh, you single guys, should check into. Like, all, there just needs to be a little bit of hook. And uh, your lady might actually enjoy some of your metal. It's good stuff. All right moving on here a band that uh, is one of those modern bands that i really really love and was really <laughs> i i got into this band i'm, I'm going to talk about some refused here refused was a band that started out in the 90s and by the time the 90s were over they broke up basically when i first got into them they broke up like right after that i i found shape of punk to come Bought it, loved it. I saw the new noise video and it blew me away. It's still in the top five videos ever made, in my opinion. So bought the record. It's a really fun era of the record store with myself and Logan, and we listened to this record a lot. It's just brutal. Shape of Punk to Come was great, and it's just a, a shame they broke up. Got a cool band out of it, International Noise Conspiracy. I love me some International Noise Conspiracy, but and uh, seeing that refuse had influenced so many bands in their wake. And I thought that all the bands that either gave credit to them or what journalists gave them credit for influencing. I thought all those bands were fucking terrible, just awful. They it's all the boring parts of like what you, you would refer to as screamo now. And it, it's just like, it's like Weezer or, or like Dr. Dre or something. Uh, You'll, you know, it's a band that did something a little different and all the followers just suck. They, they they don't, they 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 copied the wrong parts of it and they didn't put their own thing on it and so it makes them just not original at all. Refuse is a band that cannot be copied, first of all. They're just super original, in my opinion, and their arrangements are great. I don't think they get nearly enough credit for just having these crazy arrangements You never know what you're going to get song by song. It's definitely not a by-the-numbers band. I was going to play a different song off of this album, uh, and it's a really good song. It's kind of almost a sequel to New Noise, but I think I'm going to save that for the year-end show because this is definitely going to make the year-end album list. Uh, So check this one out. This is the second song on their new album called Electra. This is Refused with Old Friends. New war. I clutch the worn out year of my birth.
0: Heard it with a herd. I whisper through the new nick lips. I was born. And the century surround me with. I clutch the warm out year.
1: some refuse there with old friends new war off of their new album electra this album is really really good it's their comeback album they haven't put out an album in 16 years it's like 16 or 17 years since the shape of punk to come which makes me feel terribly old that album still sounds so fresh and i think this album definitely belongs in a catalog of some of the best comeback albums of all time good enough for 90 out of 100 very good score and a high recommendation, and yes, as that song was playing, I realized, damn it, I forgot to give you a score on the Ghost record, the Ghost record scored 94 out of 100, so even better, actually, uh, so yeah, but it's it's such, between like 90 and 95, those are very neck and neck, and these are both albums that I've listened to repeatedly since I've obtained them, so go get both of those records, New Ghost new Refused. i know i'm putting a lot of stuff on your shopping list here but i feel like it's very much worth your time i've got one more song to play for you and then i'll get out of here and another comeback album much like refused and a band that actually had refused open up for them on a few dates wish i could have seen those shows they that, that bill wasn't here in the south but faith no more is back they're back they have a new album they're touring let's hope it's not the last time they do this I'd like to see at least a few more releases out of them. And also, uh, I just want to see them live again, honestly. Uh, but it got a very good score, 85 out of 100 points. So that's a recommended. New Faith No More, the album is called Soul Invictus. And this is, like I said, my, I think my favorite song on the album. So closing off the show here this week, the new music show, this is Matador. Mm-hmm. off the show here this week the new music show here on rock strikes 10 i think it's a s- volume two this year but that was faith no more with matador off of their latest album soul invictus on the great Ipecac records go get that record it's very good it's it's not the best album i have played all night but it's really 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 good <laughs> all right i hope you've enjoyed this particular episode here of rock strikes 10 as hopefully you've done with all the shows You can listen to every single episode of Rock Strikes 10 on rockstrikes10.cnjradio.com. So go there. There's also the links to the Twitter, the Facebook, and all that good stuff. Please, on the Facebook page, when I post a show, feel free to leave comments on the episode, what you liked, what you didn't like. Feel free to suggest any show themes for the future. I will highly consider them. Most show themes I have received... Get done. So what have you got to lose? Nothing. So that all being said, this is the new music episode. I've got an exclusive for you guys here. Now, I don't know about any of you. I'm sure you have been. I've been enjoying this permanent outro song that I've had on the show. And as luck would have it, and got to give extra, extra super double horns up in the air repeat and the guys from space beard for this outro song they (laughs) i mean you know the recording we've been using has been from a live show and i I love the recording it's one of my favorites that they they've uh finished recording their brand new album which will be out uh, very soon i believe it's coming out next year now early next year saw an update by them about that so still looking forward to their record they went in (laughs) And cut a studio version of the outro song that I've been using specifically for this show. E- even if that's not true, I'm going to say it for this show. This is an exclusive. And uh, to take us out, always, this is Space Beard. And I'm going to reveal this for those of you who don't know and didn't figure it out all this time. This is Space Beard with the outro theme to WKRP in Cincinnati. Take it away boys.